Okay, we're live back on the Adrian Bow and Troy Malcolm podcast. 112 is the episode number, Woo-hoo! which is really exciting, Troy. We're, we're definitely past that century mark, which is um, fascinating to, to uh, understand why people still enjoy listening to us. But obviously, there's an audience, you know. Uh, so welcome, mate. Uh, how have you been this week? Thank you, mate. There's not just an audience. We continue to exceed our own expectations and grow this audience. So um, thank you to everyone that constantly provides us feedback, likes, um, even little comments that, yes, we are real humans. We make some bad judgments. (laughs) I got a text message off James Sutton. I know James listens to this every week. He told (laughs) me about my buyer's goldfish analogy which i didn't mean oh, listeners. Right. <laughs> i didn't mean but he said that has to he be the most classic uh terminology i've heard all year um so thank you for Perfect. that james sutton from the <laughs> uh really appreciate that but ab it's uh it's been a good week actually you know in, yeah. in sydney right now we've kind of had our first full week of um back to somewhat normality yes there is a few restrictions mm. and yes there is that kind of um i guess hesitation in some regards into what we are Mm. and not allowed to do and we always do everything with very um a cautious eye on making sure that we're adhering to things but i'm getting a sense adrian that there's a lot of activity out there in the market right now so it's exciting Mm. to see what that looks like over the next 10 weeks as we do that final run up until the Christmas period. But really interesting to see uh, the levels that uh, not only my team are, are starting to see in the market, but also um, that you were saying just before we started recording mm. about um, some of the activity mm. in your key markets. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're launching into a really exciting period. Um, you know, most of the restrictions are behind us. Uh, I think the, the, uh, facilitation of buying and selling property has definitely been lubricated by open for inspections on-site auctions and um, buyers are out in force sellers are, uh, are definitely you know cashing in on a great market and you're seeing a lot of lifestyle changes uh, as well which is uh, interesting whether it's downsizing tree change sea change so it provides a really good opportunity for us as agents to provide outstanding service and and also to provide a point of difference and and today's episode we're going to focus on on a question, uh, Troy, which I believe was sent to you directly. Yeah, so I got this on Instagram uh, and they did ask mm. to remain anonymous, which is fine. Um, but mm. they are, they did say, uh, <laughs> long time listener, first time uh, mm. question person, <laughs> which is kind of like the yeah. old radio, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, mm. But yeah. this question yeah. came in, AB, and we know this person very well, but they were like, hey, AB and TM, uh, great to see you guys back together again on the podcast which we always love to hear it means that it is working a bit um secondly the the main question was um out there in the moment there's a lot of change happening in regards to what Mm. clients expectations are from agents in your opinion Mm. adrian what is the most important skill right now for real estate agents to master before the end of the year I oh, look, it's a great question. Yeah. yeah, terrific, terrific. And and uh, it, certainly, it certainly doesn't beget a, a short answer. Uh, it'll be, as always with me, Troy and, and you, we'll, we'll, we'll do, do a deep dive and, um, and have a look at it. So, you know, we certainly couldn't put it down to one particular skill. We'll have to unpack a couple, Troy. Um, the first one that comes to mind for me is, as cliche as it might sound, um, to have the right state, the right energy or the right mindset, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, unless you're on purpose 
And unless you've got the right mindset, the right laser beam focus in terms of, okay, there's 10 weeks, let's call it. Um, how many properties do I need to sell? Therefore, let's reverse engineer that. And, uh, and if we know how many properties we need to sell, how many do we need to list? And if we're looking at how many we need to list, how many appraisals does we need to actually do in order to get those appraisals? How many people do we need to get face-to-face -face in front of? And therefore, if we go back even further, how many calls do we need to make? Mm -hmm. And therefore, if we go back even further, what's our database look like? Is it anemic or is it, is it actually um, flowing with, um, you know, a short list, a hot list or a hit list or a chase list? You know, so it all roads lead back to that chase list or that data, if you like, and how many calls that you're actually making. So it's actually not that difficult to work out when you put it through that type of um, formula, if, if you will. So mindset, obviously, you know, you and I both agree on that is critical. Now, whether that's a morning ritual whether it's focusing on your KPIs, whether it's being accountable on a daily or a weekly basis, but certainly no longer than weekly, um, whether it's doing your exercise for 31 minutes a day or an hour a day, whatever it is, um, whether it's journaling, whether it's spending time with loved ones, whatever it might be. So mindset is absolutely critical. Then the next one sequentially, for in, 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 as far as I can see, is process. Um, with, with, you know, process sets you free. Um, you know, having having systems and checklists set you free. Why why even consider uh, reinventing the wheel every time you list and sell a piece of real estate? Um, do you have a checklist? Do you have a process? Um, and and these don't have to be complicated, Troy. You know, these can be a three or four point admin checklist once a property lists or sells, and then a three to four point um, success marketing checklist. And and some examples, respectively, might be. Contracts go out to the solicitors and uh, success marketing might be an hour worth of geo-targeting to your database, you know. So, I mean, obviously in my masterclass, I go through a whole bunch of, um, you know, checklist items like that. Mm. But, you know, the, the process is, is, is absolutely critical. And, you know, a, a process looks different for every agent. You know, I've had a coaching session with someone this morning and, you know, his model is he's got two associate agents and both of those associates do the admin for each of the listings they're working on and then yeah. i had another session with another so with another lead agent who was very specific on having one um team member purely focused on admin and another one purely focused on dollar productivity both both are very very successful and effective agents but process just looks different troy so i'm sure you're finding the same thing with well, with your agents that you're working with yeah, I was going to say, Adrian, um, I know that you and I have always been big believers, and I think I learned this very early on in my career from you being a sales leader mm. uh, and running, mm. you know, one of the original team structures uh, at McGraw way back in the day was the fact that you would break your processes down to its simplest form. And the reason why you did that, regardless whether the team member had been with you for five years or whether it was their first week in your team, um, they picked up those processes and they followed them. And you made it really easy. So the example that you used made me smile when you said yeah. take the contracts and send them to the conveyances or the solicitors to make yeah. sure that that task yeah. is performed. Um, that's the reality. Uh, we, in this business, it's very easy to overcomplicate things. And I think if you simplify yeah. the process, you're definitely going to get uh, to a point that it becomes seamless, uh, regardless whether you're one person team, you're a two person team, or you've got a team of five people working with you. Uh, the other thing, yeah. Adrian, that I always notice when you talk about process, and again, I've adopted this into all of my teams is the fact that mm. 
the process uh, remains the same, but you have a structured monthly review meeting where you go through and work out, is the process still relevant? And the reason why I say that now to our listeners is, yes, everything's changed. We know that, right? So the processes you were running pre-restrictions or in 2020, at the start of 2020, to where we are now, October 2021, those processes and the systems you have have probably changed. The question I have for everyone is, have you actually taken the time to review all of those processes and actually make sure that they remain relevant? Because if you're taking Mm. time and you're spending time on things that aren't relevant, then you're going to miss opportunity. Mm. You're going to take away from really high dollar productive activities. So those two points, Mm. they they just made me resonate about the good old days where um, I think Mm. I walk past your office and not very tentatively Mm. and say, excuse me, Mr. (laughs) Bo, do you have a checklist (laughs) for me? (laughs) Right? I remember remember those days so clearly. Uh, uh, They weren't that long ago, actually. They feel like a long time ago, but they actually weren't that long ago. Yeah. Um, Now, it's interesting you say that because, yeah, we we do still conduct that on a monthly basis and and all, all the... all the teams that I work with I encourage the same and I'm actually fascinated Troy every 30-day cycle how dramatic the alterations to checklists are because what tends to happen is you know one item will become redundant another one um, perhaps you know wasn't in place where something occurred in that past 30 days that did require a process yet we hadn't had one for it Um, so therefore you do install it so and and it's just it's just amazing you know how dramatic the evolution of your business actually is once you do create an awareness factor about it and you actually review it and discuss it as well because we're also flat out working in our business we really need to park away some time to work on the business um you know i think that that needs to happen in a daily weekly and monthly format um you know daily only needs to be for 10 or 15 minutes weekly needs to probably be for half an hour and monthly needs to be for an hour i mean we don't need to you know spend all our time you know obviously reflecting and staying um you know in terms of focusing on the outcome because we want to be process driven the entire time but you know at some point you do earn the right to pop your head up and say right you know, at a helicopter level, is everything working? Um, you know, are, are, are everyone in the team staying in their lanes? Or if you're a standalone agent, um, you know, have you parked a time aside to focus on non-dollar productive activities and then do dollar productive activities? I still remember yesterday when I was a standalone agent on my own, Troy, and, you know, um, I controlled my diary, otherwise it would have controlled me. So for between 7, 7 and 9 a.m. without fail, um, you know, anything that popped up in the last 24 hours, oh, that's when I went, that was admin and non-dollar productive. That's the time I would do it. I would come in the office at 7 and, 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 and between 7 and 9, I'd do it. I didn't have the luxury of an assistant. I didn't have the budget for an assistant, you know. Um, and then prospecting between 9 and 1 and then, then back-to-back appointments between, you know, 1 and 4 and then again another half an hour in the afternoon for admin and then another couple of appointments so you know if if i didn't control my diary um then i would be defaulting to non-dollar productive or admin work as it came up you know why because it was easy and and that is the default position rather than sort of staying in your lane whether it's a role or staying in your lane whether you're a standalone agent and you've got to park away certain times and slots to focus laser beam um, um, if in, in a laser beam fashion in order to just um, make sure that it's the one thing that you're really, really focused on. 
Yeah, and I think that brings us to our next uh, skill that I think everyone yeah. should be really focused on mastering towards the end of this year and going forward. Uh, every single day mm. I hear from uh, the agents we work with, Adrian, about managing time. Mm. Oh, I don't have any more time, mm. Adrian. How do I do that? Mm. I need more time. I need to do this. Um, mm. Time is a hard thing. And, you know, sometimes when people say they don't have any time, I sit down with them and say, right, well, let's break down. Where are you actually spending yeah. time? Is it yeah. an efficiency thing? Is it a process thing? Or are you mm. just not working as, you know, and I hate to say it, as hard as you should be to be a success in mm. this industry? Um, you know, mm. rocking up to the office at 10.30 and leaving by 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's probably a sign that you're not really in it for the return of what you would like. Um, you know, mm. you see this constantly. And I, and I get, Adrian, I'm the first to admit that, you know, everyone's circumstances are different. The way people perceive work is different. People are now constantly, yeah. because of these little devices that we have, people mm. are working 100 times, like, you know, 100% of the time, 24-7 throughout the week. So, mm. But there are efficiencies mm. and there are time things that we can really break down. Mm. And I think if we correlate the process and the efficiency and the reviews and making sure you're focused on those dollar productive activities, that essentially will yeah. get you more time that you can spend with what we need to do is spend time with yeah. our clients. Absolutely. And look, a lot of people talk about this time management myth, you know, I mean, uh, you and I often talk about, um, you know, it's, it's, it really is about choice management, um, you know, because ultimately, you know, time is the only non-renewable asset that you have in life and in this business. There's, there's only 168 hours in the week. That's never going to change, right? Um, there's only certain amount of working, waking hours, whether it's 10, 12, 8, whatever it might be. Um, ultimately, the 80% club, um, which is what you we might talk about, which is, you know, sort of the majority of agents, um, the reason they're not in that 20% club, which is earning 80% of the income in our industry, that's how fragmented it is, um, is because they're not using time as efficiently. They're not necessarily more or less skilled or more or less remarkable. Um, the 20% club are really hyper dollar productive on time and they see it as a non-renewable asset and they um, are ensuring that every waking working hour is something to do with prospecting, listing, negotiating, selling, or keeping a deal together. Really simple. Yeah. Adrian, and as we start to wrap up, the final one that we uh, discussed before we started recording, and it is a skill. I know that it probably won't sound like a skill to most people, but it is a skill, is uh, courage. Right, because right yeah. now, yeah. as we're ten weeks, nine weeks out from the the Christmas break, those agents that yeah. are having courageous conversations are taking courage to approach yeah. their pipeline, um, are really out there pushing the boundaries of what's possible for them, not overstepping the mark with any of their clients. Don't get us wrong. We're not trying to say that. Really driving what's possible in the final eight to 10 weeks before the end of the year. They're seeing their returns. They're going to finish the year and some of them are going to have their best years ever in real estate. And they're going to set up the start of calendar year 2022 in huge yeah. momentum and then there's going to be others that are going to you know blink and say what just happened then i just missed out on yeah. 30 to 30 percent of the deals absolutely um you know encourage it's almost an arbitrary skill if you like it's 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 not a tangible one it's it's something that is probably a bit more abstract but in saying that um it can be the difference between being good and being extraordinary so if you're at a listing appointment you can have a great listing appointment, Troy. Um, but being courageous is that last 5% yeah. when you ask something along the lines of, 
Troy, is there any reason you can't put me work today so I can get started selling for you tomorrow? And then dead silence, right? And just, and then isolate and overcome any objections that they've got, right? So there's no good doing a two hour cracker listing appointment and building great rapport and then not putting a ribbon on it, if you like, or having that 10 seconds of courage and asking that question, you know, or with, with a, when you're with a buyer, um, you know, and they're really love it, you know, not having that 10 seconds of courage and saying, great, Troy, what are the next steps? for us to move forward in order to help us secure this home for you, you know? So whatever it looks like for you, but that, that courage is so underrated, Troy, it's so underrated and it's, it's free. And it's, it's something that all of us have got within us. Um, it's just, some people have got that fear factor that it might be a bit salesman-y, might be a bit pushy, uh, but it's it's not. You know, people do need direction. Buyers, sellers do want their hands held and do want that recommendation and they do want to bring things to a head. You know, otherwise, otherwise as agents, all we're doing is just floating around having conversations with people, which is not really effective, right? Mm, yeah well i mm. think if, if anyone's watching this and listening if you wrote down mindset process and courage uh and time as the as the fourth one if you wrote down those four words on a page and kind of evaluated where you were sitting in how effective you were in all of those i think it would probably tell a little bit more of a story about the results you're seeing as well the results in the relationships that you're building. So a great exercise, I think, Adrian, to do for everyone yeah. is to do that, is to take a blank sheet of paper, mm. and write down those four areas, mindset, process, courage, and time, and go, right, how effective am I around my mindset? Well, you know, am I really mm. focused? Do I have a morning ritual? From a process perspective, how do I rate my processes? Are they a wing it yeah. and see how we go? Or is it no, for every step in my business, I have a checklist for everything. I have a process that I mm. follow. Um, then you go straight into courage. Are you having those courageous conversations that you can potentially obtain an offer and get a deal done? Are you saying to the buyers and the sellers the truth and seeing that translate into great results? Are you having that 30 seconds of courage in the last 5% of the listing presentation to secure the listing, even though they're probably going to see another two to three agents? And then effectively, that's going to in turn create time. How much time are you actually saving? How time efficient are you? And I think, Adrian, if you sum up all of those, that would probably be a great reflection of how you're performing. Absolutely. No, that's been a great question. And we did promise a long-winded answer. And we said, <laughs> well, you got that, so. one, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, Adrian, absolutely. As we, as we wrap yeah. up episode number 112, 112, uh, I just want to thank you again for letting me be part of this podcast. I know that we've got a whole stack of questions. Guys, we're going to continue yeah. answering the questions over the next couple of weeks. But that doesn't Definitely. mean that we're not still reading the questions you're submitting because we're going to take out of the total pool of questions what are the most relevant to the market right now we're going to be answering those so even though we do have a backlog please continue to send them through because we have them on a spreadsheet and we're picking out the ones that we're noticing with our coaching and training and our teams that are most relevant out there in the market right now ab episode number 113 coming to you same time same channel next week thank you good luck out there to the agents it's 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 selling season right there is a lot of yeah a lot of results happening so keep up the great work yeah. remember what you're doing out there today is going to leave an impression on your buyers your sellers your people in your community for a long time to come so don't leave any stone unturned make sure you're doing all the everything right ab thank you again episode 112 that's it ab podcast we'll see you next week thanks troy thanks listeners bye